says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold grind The interest is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me Got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive Welcome to the show, folks. This is the Trump Phenomenon Radio Show. I'm James Kelso, your host for the next hour, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Thanks for joining in here on April 21st. 2023. It's a live program. You're welcome to call in. Uh, We've got Donald Trump speaking, not at this moment, but just a short while ago. He spoke at the Lee County, that's Fort Myers, Florida, Naples, and spoke to a packed crowd at the Lee County Lincoln-Reagan Republican Dinner. So let's feature a little of that because it's what Trump did today, and let's enjoy it. All righty. I, I can bounce back and forth. I've got a, a full recording of the event, and uh, I could go to that first. And then I've got clips from it selected by the president himself on truthsocial.com let me uh... okay alrighty okay there we go here here he is bring up the volume maestro from democrat to republican by 20 points or more never happened before that's never happened before then despite four years of deranged opposition these people are sick like no other president has ever faced, I'm still facing it. We did even better the second time than we did the first, getting more than the 2020. I mean, nobody's ever had more than any sitting president has ever gotten by a lot. Never taken place anything like that in the history of our country. I got more votes. We got 12 million more votes than in 2016, almost 10 million more votes than Barack Obama got in beating Mitt Romney by a lot. And 1.5 million more votes than all Republican candidates for the House of Representatives combined. We got 1.5 million more votes than all. And again, except you don't see that tabulation, we did much better in 2020. In Florida, I got 1.2 million more votes than your successful governor's campaign. You know that. We got 1.2 million. Sir, I'd love to have your support, sir. I'd love to have your support. I'm down at about three. I'd love to have your support. All right, let's think about it. And it was like a rocket ship after I gave it. Otherwise, right now, you'd have a lawyer someplace looking for business. If that. Across the country, Biden won 551 counties. Think of this. Nothing like this has ever happened before. Usually it's very equal. Or, but the winner always had the most counties. 
So Biden had 551 counties. I had 2,588 counties. That's all divided up throughout the whole country. So a lot of people said, what's that all about? Byron, they said, what's that all about? How does that happen? Well, you have five times more. You lose, you lose. Not happen. It doesn't happen that way. For generations, the great state of Florida had been among the most hotly contested swing states in the nation. But today, Florida is no longer a swing state because we turned it into a red state. And we had a great rally for Marco Rubio just a little bit before the election. It was an incredible rally. By the way, the single greatest rainstorm I have ever seen. I don't know if anybody watched. That was the end of that suit. That even wiped out a MAGA hat. And I thought they were indestructible. That was the hardest rain I've ever seen. We fought through it. And Marco went on to do very similar numbers to your governor. He did a great job. And that rally was something that was absolutely incredible. Iowa and Ohio have also moved from solid purple to deep red. And that was during this last short period of time under your president. We got more votes in 2020 from Hispanic Americans, African Americans and Asian Americans than any Republican in more than 72 years. And along the border in Texas, which is mostly Hispanic. We won everything, every single county. We won everything, which hasn't happened since, listen to this one, the Civil War hasn't happened. We won everything along the border. So we are making tremendous progress. In 2024, the path to victory is clear. We have to finish what we started. We were doing things that nobody thought possible. We have to finish what we started. And that means on the world stage also, because the world is laughing at us. The world is taking advantage of us like they have never taken advantage before. They didn't do that with us. We would have never had what's happening in Ukraine. Russia would not have attacked and China wouldn't be talking about Taiwan. So we have to see this evolution through to its completion for many more reasons than that. We're going to save our party, our party. But we really are doing something much more even than that. We have to save our country. We have a year and a half to go. We have to save. We have to save our country. Our country's in serious trouble. I don't believe we've ever been in a more precarious position than we are right now. And a lot of that has to do with the power of the weaponry. Uh, You don't want to mention the word, but it's nuclear. And the power of this would be something so devastating. And we have a person in there that has no idea what he's playing with. The old Republican Party of rhinos, neocons, and globalists is gone. And it's never coming back. Never going to come back. Nice. There aren't enough people. Nice. There aren't enough. This is very important what he's saying. The polls show clearly that the people are with us in this fight. And I think what I'll do is I'll show you. I'll have them put up on the screen. But one just came out that is so incredible. And they're coming out left and right. But the Clarity Campaign national poll just came out about two minutes before I walked on the stage. I said, let me see that poll. I said, how do you get that poll up so fast? But Justin and the team did it. They get it done. 
where we lead by 45 points. You see what it is, 65 to 20, to 4, to 4, to 1, to 1, to 1, to 1. That's a good poll. 45-point lead. We beat Biden by so much. In last week's morning console poll, I led the field by 33 points, 56 to 23 to 5 to 4 to 1. And in the brand new, came out last night. In fact, Greg and Byron were with us last night. We celebrated uh, all of these incredible people that are endorsing us. It's a big thing. To me, it's a big thing because I have a lot of respect for these people. And this came out just as we were meeting. The Harvard-Harris poll has me up 35 points with Trump 55 and somebody else at 20 and heading south. <laughs> somebody else. The McLaughlin poll has us up 33 points with Trump at 63. Remember, in 2016, I used to always go over polls, but only if they were good. I didn't do the bad one. If they were bad, I'd say, nah, that's not good enough. Get rid of that one. But we had one, a Florida poll. This is one I really like. And it's a respected poll of many, many people. The Florida Voice poll, 80% for Trump and 16% for DeSantis. <laughs> 80 to In 16. Texas, great state, great, great state. They love the job we did. We had the safest border in the history of our country. And now we have the most safe, unsafe border, I think, in the history of the world. No third world country would allow what's happening to our country to happen. No third world. They would stand there with sticks and stones. What they're doing to our country, they're destroying our country. In Texas, it's Trump 52 to 20 to 5 to 4. In South Carolina, we have a 22-point lead. And that's because you have a lot of people from South Carolina that are running or thinking about it. They were in the poll. Good people. In the new JL poll of New Hampshire, we're ahead by 33 points with Trump at 51%. I wish the governor ran for the Senate, by the way, New Hampshire. That would have been very nice, but he's around seven. So we're doing very well there. In the new victory poll of Iowa, it's Trump at 54%. And we're leading Biden by a lot. Seven points in Rasmussen, seven points in Harvard, Harris. We just had another one come out. We're leading Biden by 11. To me, 11, I don't understand. That doesn't sound like a lot, right? You'd think we'd be leading by 30, 40, or 50 points. I can't imagine that. But they have a built-in base. You know, they have a built-in uh, voter base that uh going to vote for them, no matter who it is. It's incredible. But a lot of them are actually coming to our side, and that's uh, maybe more incredible. These numbers are one of the main reasons the Marxist left is coming after us. They're using the criminal justice system for massive election interference. That's what they're doing. They, they see. Do you think they'd be coming after me over no charge? Did you see what it's been said? There's no crime. I got indicted for no crime. They're all saying, even the Democrats, well, we don't see this as a crime. It, there is no crime. You know, a friend of mine said, you're probably the most honest person to ever be president. They've gone over 11, think of this. <laughs> crowd loves over him. years, they've gone over 11 million pages of documents, and they came up with no crime. Think of it. Friends of mine that are big business people said, if they ever did that to me, we'd go away for life. 
They go away for life. They can't believe it. All these things. Remember the tax returns. We won his tax returns. Years and years they fought. We won. When we gave him the tax returns, that was the end of that. You never heard one word. They said he's rich. Good. <laughs> he's rich. Of course, to them, that's a bad thing. They want to weaponize law enforcement to interfere with our elections through the use of the DOJ, the FBI, attorney generals and local district attorneys. You saw the scam today with the 51 intelligence officials. You see that? They lied and they lied during the debate. He lied during the debate. 51 intelligence agencies have said that his computer with all of the pornographic stuff was Russian disinformation and they knew it wasn't. They lied. And this was just a few days before the election. And that's election interference. That's frankly, that's cheating on election, just like when they stuffed the ballot box. And then you had the (laughs) FBI two months ago. They got caught where they were telling Facebook and Twitter what to do. Remember that? That's also cheating on the elections. No, they cheat. They cheat. Republicans, uh, frankly, keep it that way. But the Republicans don't know how to cheat. They cheat. They will cheat. And if they didn't, they couldn't win anything. Because, frankly, who the hell wants open borders and all of the stuff that they promulgate, including things that we'll be talking about in just a minute. But in the end, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And I'm just uh, standing in their way. I just happened to be here. So this speech that we're listening to, folks, this is the president uh, just an hour ago in Fort Myers, Florida, at the Lincoln-Reagan Republican Dinner, packed. Uh, and there's some important people there that uh, when he was uh, introducing people, uh, and these are important two uh, uh, nods from Donald Trump, he gave a salute to Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who was there. Now, but there are lots of military people there in uh, uh, Fort Myers, Naples area. Lieutenant General Michael Flynn was there, and the president said, stay in good health. Michael, it's only a year and a half. Stay in good health. Get ready. So what does that mean? What does that clearly, absolutely signed, sealed, and delivered mean? Mm -hmm. It means that Donald Trump is going to appoint Lieutenant General Michael Flynn to a very major post. And this is, remember the history Michael Flynn was in a high post in the Trump administration, and then the left connived to get rid of him. And Donald Trump didn't, didn't, didn't catch on to what they were doing, but now he knows, and he's going to bring Michael Flynn back. Then there was another one. They also connived to get Roger Stone, a different kind of man, a political commentating genius, Donald Trump introduced Roger Stone and gave him a, a a salute, a personal salute. So you're going to see Roger Stone in prominence in the second Trump administration. Let's go back. You know, we were able to get them to use drugs. What we did for Israel was incredible. Jerusalem, and Golan Heights, building the embassy. Don't forget, I saved $2 billion when I built the embassy. You remember that story. Now, notice this. Who wants to listen to me comment about this? But the uh, do you notice this about Donald Trump 
he has a different delivery styles I'm, and this this one that you're hearing right now is is great he's got a very presidential persona he is he's passionate but he's cool and calm and serious it's fantastic and he's got the audience wrapped around his little finger you could hear a pin drop And I didn't sign it. And it said, uh, I said, you know, we were there for a long time. Sir, we have a beautiful piece of land. Does it have a building on it? Yes, it does, sir. The building is beautiful. It needs a lot of renovation. I said, I love renovating buildings. You make a lot of money renovating buildings because you save on the foundations and the structure and the exterior if it's good and lots of things. And I'll never forget, I told our ambassador, I said, get me some costs. We want to build a beautiful embassy. A friend of mine, very successful, in his office, he has Jerusalem stone. And every time I see his office, I go up, he says, before I was president, he said, Donald, look at this wall opposite the elevators. This is Jerusalem stone. He's Jewish. She said she was there. You might have been there. What were you doing there? This is Jerusalem stone. Isn't it beautiful? And after saying to me about 10 times on 10 different visits, I say, I know it's Jerusalem, so let's go. But when this happened, here we are in Jerusalem. And I said to my people, I said, you know what? I have an idea. Let's build the embassy, cover it up and build it, everything in Jerusalem stone. And I asked the head contractor, I said, can you do that? Absolutely, sir. Jerusalem stone is not expensive. We're in Jerusalem. We built... We built the embassy and opened it. And you're never going to do better. You can spend $2 billion. You're never going to build it. It's beautiful. We built the embassy in four months. We got it open. So we not only approved it with all that goes with Jerusalem, which was such a big thing, but we also got it built. It would have maybe never gotten built, but it would have taken years and years and years. And we had the best location. We have a beautiful, beautiful building. We opened it in four months. And uh, so we not only did that where Jerusalem, by the fact that the embassy is there, becomes the capital. But so many other things we did. One of the biggest things we did for Israel was the horrible, horrible Iran nuclear deal. But this administration blew it. They allowed them to get away with all of the things. So he's going, this is a very measured, he's going through in great detail. Now, the, the energy, the boundless energy of Donald Trump, you know, he's going through his entire uh, achievement and going in great detail. He's doing it. He's just off the top of his head. He doesn't need any prompter to, for this. Uh, it, it, it's amazing, the mental energy that he has. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know the length of this speech. Uh, it doesn't show me right here. It doesn't tell me. It's playing... Uh, it's just playing all the way through, having just concluded a while ago. And the, uh, well, let's jump back in. How can you improve on Donald Trump? Oops. Well, here we go. When they look, and the comparison is so incredible, so powerful. While conservatives, Christians, and patriots are being persecuted, the horrendous corruption and law-breaking of the Biden crime family is 
not just ignored, it's covered up. I mean, they're covering it up. Uh, those people are covering up the fake news. And DOJ is covering it up. Nice. Nice. What Congressman James Comer and Jim Jordan have revealed about the Biden crime family would be Watergate times 10 if this news was revealed 10 years ago. This is much bigger than Watergate. This is much, much millions of dollars coming in from China and Russia and Ukraine into the family. And they don't want to even write about it. We don't have a democracy anymore. Nice. We don't have a democracy anymore. We don't have a free press anymore. We don't have. They don't want to write about the biggest. This would be the biggest story of our time. I mean, if I were a journalist, I'm an ambitious guy. We're all ambitious, right? We're ambitious because we want to do the right thing. That's why I'm ambitious. I want to make America great again. We had it great. We had it great. That's my only ambition. But. But to see what's going on and to have nobody do anything and nobody write stories. I mean, other than certain outlets, nobody wants to even talk about these things. And these are massive certifiable crimes, but they go after us. They go after Republicans and conservatives and they go after evangelicals like never before. These are sick people and we have to win and we have to put an end to it. Our press is fake and it's corrupt at a level never seen before. We don't have a we don't have a real press. You know, they used to be like the watchdog. They were detectives. They were incredible, even if you didn't like them. And if they were liberal and they saw stuff like this going on, they'd want to win the Pulitzer Prize, they'd want to win whatever. The Pulitzer Prize is corrupt. How about they got, for their reporting on Russia, 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 they got Pulitzer Prizes. New York Times, Washington Post. Actually, I'm suing them because I want them to turn back the Pulitzer Prize because they're reporting on But think of it. And it says... For the fine and accurate reporting on the Russia, Russia, Russia scam, it's a scam. It was made up by the Democrats. It was made up by the DNC, Crooked Hillary Clinton, Adam Shifty Schiff. It was made up by these people. And I say this on occasion, but I have very good children. They really are. They work hard. But think of this. Adam Schiff comes out from a very important meeting where they're looking at the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. Now, he made it up along with these people, DNC, Democrat National Committee, Democrats, Crooked Hillary Clinton. It's made up. So they know it's made up. It's a fake story. They now say it's a fake story. Even the New York Times, Washington Post say, it. okay, it was fake. Then they go into the next one. You know, they take about two hours and then they say, all right, what are we going to do now? These are corrupt people. It's a fake story. Adam Schiff walks out to a big bevy of cameras and he says about my son, Donald Trump Jr. will go to jail for what he's done with Russia. You, now, think of it. You can hear a he pin drop. My son is going to jail over a fake deal that was made up by the Democrats. And it was made up because they wanted to save face when they lost the election. So they blamed it on Russia. They said Russia cost us the election. 
And then what happened is it got carried on. And then another day and another day and another day. This started as a one day deal. This is going to be a one day excuse for having them lose an election that everybody thought they were going to win. And that went on for two years. But they knew it was fake. And he says, Donald Trump Jr. will go to jail. What kind of a human being would say that the president's son is going to jail and they know the story is fake? How bad are these people? These are bad people. These are bad people. That's brilliant. Well, and we'll come back to the president here. I mean, notice the seriousness. And I, I mentioned you can hear a pin drop. This is uh, this is incredible uh, delivery. Uh, let me uh, insert a message here uh, into our show. Uh, I'm, I'm reading it to you here. Uh, RBN, the Public Broadcasting Network, has a brand new affiliate, Wild Pastures. Look for the banners at republicbroadcasting.org and discover the difference that beyond organic farming methods can make in your food. Delivered to your door and supporting Republic Broadcasting Network. Wild-caught fish and pasture-raised pork, beef, and poultry. And I like that. I'll tell you what. That's the only thing to eat, folks. Wild-caught fish. That's what you want. Uh, And uh, here they are, wild pastures. They're selling. This is the kind of beef you want. You want beef that's out there on the, in the, on the ground, in the grass, eating grass. That's what uh, Mother Nature made them to be. And that that's, gives you the kind of beef, pork, and poultry that you want. So a new affiliate for RBN, Wild Pastures. Check it out at republicbroadcasting.org. Let's go back to the Orange Man. We knocked out 100% of the caliphate, knocked out 100% of the incredible stories. We have incredible soldiers, incredible military, but they're trying to turn them woke, and we're not going to let that happen. But unlike other politicians, the harder our enemies hit me, the stronger and more determined I get, like you do in this room. (laughs) And when I stand next to hopeless Joe Biden on the debate stage, assuming... Assuming he goes to the debate stage, because I don't know. I don't think he will. I don't I personally don't think he will. But let's assume he does. We're going to compare our records and it will be the radical Democrats worst nightmare. They have the worst record of any president ever in history. There's never been anything like what's happening to our country. They're destroying our country in four short years. We accomplished more than any other president in the history of our country. Nobody's done the things we did. Right. We built the greatest economy in the history of the world. The day before COVID came in from China, by the way, Wuhan, I've always said Wuhan. A lot of people said, oh, sir, you shouldn't say that. Why? Why shouldn't I say it? That's where it came from. Perfect. We gave you the biggest tax cut in history. We gave you the biggest regulation cut in history. And you had no inflation, nothing. And it was going to stay that way for a long time. They caused inflation when they destroyed energy independence and everybody had to pay so much for energy, including businesses. That's what started inflation. And now everything is inflated. It's much harder, but we'll get it taken care of. We shut down the 
illegal foreign invasion at our borders. That's an invasion, like a military invasion. And we achieved the most secure border in history. We deported illegal alien criminals by the tens of thousands, MS-13, the most violent gang anywhere in the world. We deported thousands and thousands and thousands of them back to their country. Their countries wouldn't take them. I said, that's okay, don't take them. We're not giving you the $750 million that we pay you. We give so much money to these. And then their presidents, all three the following day, called me, sir, we'd be honored to take MS-13 back. We love them very much. It was amazing. For years, for years, they wouldn't take them back. I was told they'll never take them back, sir. I said, how much do we pay them in subsidy? And how much do we pay them? Just tell me, just give me a number. Sir, it's $750 million a year. That's peanuts by comparison to what some countries get, by the way. So stupid. And they don't even respect it. Or appreciate you know, it. I, I'm just observing something as I enjoy this speech with you. Uh, some of you out there that are performers... Uh, Entertainers, maybe, you may immediately recognize what I'm referring to. Something that a great performer, Donald Trump is a great performer, has to always keep it fresh. Has to always, on every time he opens uh, to sing a song, he's got to believe it's being sung for the first time. I'll finish that comment in just a bit. Let's go to a break right now and we'll come right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Don't become dependent on the medical system. Get and stay healthy naturally with Extendivite. Metals in the liver cause peroxides to get dumped into the bloodstream. Peroxides do more damage than free radicals to the arteries, and the LDL has no protection from peroxides, causing the LDL to get stuck in the arteries, creating a potential blockage. Extendivite slowly chelates the metals away from the liver so it can dispose of what was meant to be a harmless process Peroxide. Extendivite 7 Herbs has a job to strengthen the organs and circulatory highway. Can you afford a heart attack? Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party 
property and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. just reading on the wild pastures uh promo that's now in the middle near the top middle of the page at republicbroadcasting.org you want to check that out uh that's the way i eat uh and i'm very happy with it Uh, i'll read you some of their uh just a little bit of what they say the uh uh our pasture-raised animals are part of a natural ecosystem. Our farmers use rotational grazing practices that mimic nature. Therefore, we do not need to use synthetic fertilizers, pesticides, herbicides, hormones, or antibiotics. This beautiful process doesn't require the external resources required with environmentally depleting conventional farming. You want those animals living on the ground the, the way they are meant to and those fish in the ocean wild caught not from some farm in china (laughs) and by the way those pasture uh beef chicken and poultry and uh uh uh, pork also american all right let's go back to donald trump and uh let me just say hi to uh james in vancouver and bill in texas before we do back to the president james You're on the air. Yes, sir. Good evening. You see, Donald Trump is a major star in the art of the summation before you close the deal. And what he does is he brings people up to date 
in a relaxed way, and it feels like a whole new um, promotion. And now you see something that you didn't see before. You right. hear something you didn't hear before, you see. He's good yeah, at and, that. And he, you, you brought back the point that I lost <laughs> in the tangle of my brain. Um, and that point was this, is if you're a great performer, folks, which, you, which you're hearing right now in Donald Trump, it's as if you're, you're singing it, you're hearing it for the first time. Right. You keep it fresh. Right. Now, and what struck me about that is that a lot of the material that Donald Trump will speak in any – he repeats a lot of material. But think about it. Did Elvis Presley repeat a lot when he sang Blue Suede Shoes? <laughs> I think he used the well, same song. Well, the geniuses song. were the Rat Pack, Dean Martin and uh, Frank Sinatra. I mean, they could right. go on stage, and you know, it was they had everybody captivated. Right? Exactly. But what Donald Trump does, folks, is it, he, he can't make it a new speech every night, and that's uh, impossible. A singer can't do it. Nobody can do that. You know, sing me a different song every time you open your mouth. They can't <laughs> do that. So they sing their great songs. He gives his great speech, and they are there are there's a lot of repetition. But when you listen to it, it's new. It's new. It's because yeah. of Donald Trump. Donald Trump delivers that that way, and, uh, and it's signature. He, it's a signature. He's got a signature. You see. Yes. The signature puts, is so good that it doesn't matter. You see, because you see, it's got that touch. Yes, that and there's just Trump, enough yeah. extemporane, uh, extemporaneous right. content. That you you know you, your your ears your ears are always up listening for that you know that great right. uh, zinger that he puts and in people there. People in New York can do that. The high the high uh, the, the high flyers in New York they know how to do that kind of thing. Yeah, you know if you yeah if you're in New York and you listen and talk to people right they yeah go ahead. Well, and that, now let's welcome another uh, patriot to the microphone here, Bill. Uh, there in Texas. Stay with me, uh, James. But Bill in Texas, you're on the air. Oh, yeah. Mr. Kale, so uh, I appreciate you taking my call, but you know, I'm just amazed at what I'm hearing right now. I mean, this man, Donald Trump, all he's doing is talking about building a daggum embassy in Israel, of all places, spending $2 billion. <laughs> and right now, we've got a president, this Joe Biden fella. His whole administration is packed to the rafters with Jews. And okay, Donald Bill. Trump's hey, Bill. So Bill. All right, let's put Bill back out in the Jews pasture. Bill, uh, get get Bill by the halter there and take him back out to the pasture. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> that was nice too. That fake Texas accent. That was pretty good. <laughs> was, it, was it a fake? I thought he was <laughs> yeah, real. That was fake. <laughs> Bill's fake. Uh, and uh, he's we bring he's he, we brought him in for entertainment value, folks. I hope you got a laugh. Uh, and by the way, Donald Trump didn't spend $2 billion on the, the beautiful embassy that he uh, put together in Jerusalem. He saved $2 billion. Uh, Bill needs to take a lesson in listening. He saved $2 billion that wasn't spent, uh, Trump style. All right, let's go back to Donald Trump. Hang on, if you'll listen with me as we go back, uh, James. And here he is. Oh, yeah. It will bring him back. But we had right. a perfect call with Zelensky, and they went to him. Uh, Did you feel threatened or intimidated? He didn't even know what they were talking. He goes, no, it was fine. There was nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong. And uh, by that time, they already started. But 
I appreciated because he could have said, yes, I felt threatened. But he didn't say that. So that was good. And I got along with Putin and Putin understood we weren't playing games. He would have never, ever gone in. But we will get that settled if we win, because you need that power of that office, meaning that office, or you, you can't just do it as a representative. It's tougher than that. It's much tougher than it would have been had they started or had they not started. Had that not started, much easier to do, much easier to do. But it's still pretty easy for me to do. I'll get it done. You know, we had a thing I was telling some of the great people that were at Mar-a-Lago last night. Uh, we had a problem with France where the president of France was uh, Macron, Emmanuel Macron. Good man. He's a good man. But he, he's, a good <laughs> man. he's a wise guy, but he's a good man. Look, he wants oh, to so good. put a tax on the United States. Oh, so Any uh, companies coming in, almost a 25 percent tax. That's a lot. And I told my people, I said, yeah, it's not going to happen. Negotiated that. They came back to me a week later. Sir, we were. We're unable to make a deal. They, were very, they have their mindset on it, sir. They're going to do a 25% tax. I said, no, they're not. Tell them they're not doing it. Go back and negotiate. Come back and see me. Mnuchin and a lot of the people. They came back. They said, sir, they're doing it. They're not going to listen to us. I said, I'll take care of it. I said, get me Emmanuel Macron, president of France. And he gets on. Emmanuel, how are you? I'm fine, sir. I'm fine. Said, listen, Emmanuel, I understand you're going to charge American companies for the privilege of doing business in France. Wonderful. He said, you're not going to do that, Emmanuel. Yes, sir, it's too late. We can't stop it, sir. It's getting approved tonight, tomorrow. I said, that's okay, then, Emmanuel, do it. I want you to do it because I am going to tax every bottle of wine and every bottle of champagne <laughs> that I don't even like. That comes into the United States. We're putting a hundred percent tax or tariff on every single bottle of wine and champagne that comes into the United States, and you're not going to sell anything. And that's where we are, Emmanuel. Other than that, have a good time. And I was getting ready to hang up, and he said, "No, no, no, no! You cannot do that." I said, "I'm doing it. I'm signing the paper tonight at six o'clock. This goes into effect." On Monday morning, this was a Friday. No, no, please, please. May I call you back? I'll call you back in 15 minutes. And I get along with him. But he's a wise guy. You know, I mean, I understand that. I get along with a lot of wise guys. But I get along with him. May I call you back in 15 minutes? I'll call you right back. I said, that's all right. I will do that. I'll accept that call. So about three minutes later, he calls me back. He didn't wait 15. <laughs> Mr. President. Uh, you have a deal. We're not going to charge you the tax. We're not going to charge you. We're not going to charge you. And I probably did that a hundred times with other countries. I did it with Russia. I did it with China. I did it with a lot. China was petrified of the tariffs. I mean, you know, again, hundreds of billions of dollars of tariffs. That's all. And they acted like they didn't mind. We don't mind tariffs. I said, good, then I'm going to raise them and raise them. <laughs> good. And finally, they said, no, no more tariffs, please, please. <laughs> but no, we did that. I did that a lot. And uh, some people call it shtekel. You got to have that. We don't have that. Could you imagine Biden doing that? Biden doing that. They don't have respect for our country. They don't have respect for our leadership. And those things have to be done, and they're easy. And you don't need bullets, you don't need tanks, you don't need weapons of any kind. You just need some common sense and maybe business ability or whatever it might be. 
But that stopped. Let me give you the only bad part of that story. The bad part is after I left office, they started charging taxes to our American companies and other people are doing that, too. It's so sad. When I look at what's happening, it's so sad. These people don't have a clue. The only thing they're good at is cheating on elections and disinformation. <laughs> Two things, cheating on elections and disinformation. They always go, oh, yes, we want to run against Trump. He beat the hell out of us in 2016. He beat us up, in, I mean, better in 2020. We want to run against Trump. And the midterms, you know, in the midterms, 233 and 20. Think of that. 233 wins and 20 losses. We're 233 out of 253 races. You don't hear that from the fake news. We were successful. Uh, not all the Republicans were successful. Now, something, uh, James, you'll agree on this. Uh, the primary, it's almost just a, another running commentary on Donald Trump. Right. He has, uh, again, like the great ones, and uh, James is uh, alluding to the fact he's heard, he's heard the great ones. Donald Trump has an encyclopedic mind. So he doesn't forget anything. Well, he does. He, he occasionally forgets a name or something like this, but he knows how to smooth over it. You'll, you'll see him in the course of a speech. He'll, he'll, he'll be, a name will be on the tip of his tongue. It doesn't come to him. He knows how to uh, dance around that real, real quickly. And you don't, unless you're really sharp and looking at, looking for it, you don't see it. He is, has an encyclopedic mind and he has just complete mastery of his audience, of the, uh, you know, of, of rhetoric. Of, of of leadership uh, i'll tell you another trait that you notice in him he inspires confidence in his people uh so he says he, you just heard him say something like uh you know ending that war in ukraine it will not be that difficult for me <laughs> it'll be pretty easy i mean right. talk about you know wow is this guy is this guy confident it'll be pretty easy to end that war and uh, he does that over and over again. He he, he instills confidence, not panic. He instills confidence in us. And yet, on the flip side, he makes it clear how dire the situation is if we don't get leadership from Donald Trump, that we are on the edge yeah, of the precipice. Yeah, because they're going to let it run wild. They can't control yes. it. These yes. Guys. You don't elect me. You don't put me back in that office. Uh World War Three, here we come. Yippee! And won't that be fun? Yeah, and, and some and, of the deep state want that. They want everybody to blow the hell up. You see? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and these are sick people. I love how Donald Trump portrays that because this Very is a mystery. Sick. Another thing a great leader does is he explains to his people what's going in simple, understandable English. What's going on? So the average person. This world that we're in right now is very bewildering. Donald Trump makes it clear. What's the problem? He says, well, you've got perverts. <laughs> you have communist lunatics. Uh, you, he, he used it in the speech we were hearing last night or the night before. Maniacs, communist maniacs, lunatics, and perverts. And so he, he's explained it all right there. That's what's going on. That's what's wrong. Not some complicated uh, ding ding a ling 
Federal Reserve chairman like Janet Yellen, uh, you know, with some complex, uh, convoluted uh, bit of stupidity. No, communist maniacs, lunatics, and perverts. <laughs> and anybody in who's really from Texas, unlike uh, who was that guy that pretended to be from Texas, <laughs> understands that instantly. Uh, and he. Uh, so he gives the confidence that I, I can handle this as your commander in chief. But if you, you know, if you're dumb enough to, uh, you know, not give me the job, then or, or you, you sleep at the wheel and I don't get the job. Well, guess what? Now, here's where the president also, folks, he shows his depth. It's another thing I want to praise in Donald Trump, uh, his depth. Uh, and that is on World War Three. He understands what death is. He, these other people that are these political whores, what, what are they thinking? Donald Trump is aware that in a World War III, most of us will be dead, horribly dead. The children will be dead. It will be unimaginably horrible. It's not unimaginable hard on to the Donald hotel Trump. Too. I'm sorry. Go ahead, James. Hard, hard on the hotel business and the entertainment industry and uh, the travel industry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and 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 that's you know that's all of these uh, uh, you know SOBs who have led nations into war and and, and America has been led into you know war after war by SOBs that's like true. Lyndon Johnson, like Lyndon Johnson. I mean, is Lyndon Johnson an SOB or what? He's the definition of that. Stand in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, Johnson, <laughs> I mean, where are you going to stand? These are people with no conscience, with no uh, no empathy, no understanding. Well, he was told of, to start that war. He was told to do that. He, he, he wasn't his own man, Johnson, you know. But correct. Go ahead. Uh, the, uh, all right, we've got another caller in here who's... Uh, try to break into the conversation here. Tony in Montana, what's on your mind? Uh, yes, sir. I was listening to the show, and I, I got a lot of dirt on Trump. I think there's a lot of things that are true about him not being disclosed. He's already a criminal, and he just hasn't really been convicted. And I think if he could get convicted <laughs> of these 33 felonies, he should be hung or shot. Well, what do you think? Do you sure. think that's gonna you happen, go that well, Tony, happen? You hang him. Tony, you go come on. You gotta, okay? Let's see you hang him. You go ahead in your Mercedes. Tony, I'm glad you've got a lot of dirt on Donald Trump. Boy, I'll tell you what, you really opened our eyes here on this show. And Tony, uh, I want you to work on a Texas accent, though, to make sound like you're more man of the people here. (laughs) You you just sounded too phony there. Uh, Come up with something that sounds a little more. Yeah, a little more country. (laughs) <laughs> All right. All right. So we, Tony is another uh, part of our amusement feature tonight. And uh, the uh, I, I love it. I, I really do. I have no problem with, cause, you know, people like that. It's you're so like you're uh, my goodness. You're sitting around your radio and you have to call in, wait on line to get on the air and tell us some piece of. They're just jealous. They're just horse jealous. manure. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, and, and, you know, and the other thing about the, the, these people like uh, Tony and Montana and uh, who was the other guy who claimed to be from, I'm from Texas. <laughs> he's not yeah, from I'm Montana. From Texas. He's not but, from Montana. No, he's not. He's not. not. I, no, no, he's not even nowhere near Montana. And Bill from Texas, he's not Bill from Texas either. But I'll tell you what, uh, you know, George Soros will pay you. You know, you call in a radio show and say that Donald Trump's a bad man. Oh, you make some Quick money, quick money. And then when, when you finish with the calling in the Kelso show, t- turn your dial to another show and call in and tell him what a bad man Donald Trump is. But you see, the problem, Tony, in Montana and Bale in Texas is that we're on to you guys. And, and this is one of the beauties of Donald Trump is that he has exposed, revealed the, uh, you know, he did it in this speech that we heard just a little bit of here he points to the phony media people the george soros types he points to them out there in front of him and calls them the fake news media calls them the enemies of our people and that's exactly what they are so this is something that's happened it's the first time in my life oh, great and- man built america okay great man built america and now we're stuck with these little weasels that call up and they make these points, and they got these shows, <laughs> and they start blaming people for their ethnicity for all of our problems and crap like that. And yes. it's quite frankly disgusting. Back to you. Yeah, yeah it is. You say it better than I do, James. Uh, I should be your sidekick. So the uh, no, that's all uh, right. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let me let me see. Let me see if the president's still speaking. Let's get a couple more seconds here. Get get the taste okay. of Tony out of our mouth here. Tell a policeman or a policewoman, I will immediately sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content on our children. See, now, what he said right there, transgender insanity. He doesn't just say, he, he doesn't. He doesn't pull his punches. Transgender insanity. Just say it. Just say it. That's what America loves about Donald Trump. country over the last 12, 13, 14 years has gone cuckoo. It got a little bit cuckoo. Can you imagine you're saying, I will support parents' rights? Of course you're going to support. But who wouldn't support parents' rights? A lot of the people in our leadership wouldn't support it. But we're going to include the direct election of school principals by the parents. We want the principals not to be hired because they're radical left lunatics. If any principal is not getting the job done, the parents should be able to vote to fire them. So there was the radical left lunatics. I use the term maniacs, lunatics and perverts. (laughs) So he uh, he selects from that palette of uh, characterizations of our enemies. And it's just it's just beautiful. It's just to, to watch a Trump speech, to, to be present, to listen to it. It's just it's it's a it's a work of art. It's incredible. And this is, you know, last night I quoted an essay, the indispensable man. Donald Trump is the indispensable man. And folks, it's true. It has nothing to do with me being a groupie uh, or, you know, <laughs> stuck on Trump. No. You really can't come up 
with any other person. And th- th- by the way, this is coming out now. This dinner he was at tonight in Fort Myers uh, in Lee County, Florida. He's gotten now uh, 11 endorsements from Florida Republican congressman. DeSantis has precisely zero. So the horse race that the left wants is not happening. This is swaps. This is citation. Uh, uh, running away. <laughs> running away. There's nobody uh, anywhere near Donald Trump coming down the stretch. So this is beautiful. This is a good thing we need. So uh, and now Donald Trump can wheel into position and start taking his uh, punishing the Democrats and the left uh, with terms like uh, lunatics, maniacs, and perverts. And I'll tell you, you look at that, that Rachel Levine, have you followed that story? Uh, What's to follow? <laughs> James? <laughs> Rachel Levine, I mean, come on. There's well, that's your exactly pervert. it, but they put them in there on purpose, you see. They put uh-huh. these jackasses in on purpose. Because they want to divide people. Yeah. Right? But it isn't working. It isn't working. Because well, I mean, we're all sitting out working here. working with we're, me. Yeah, it's not working, working with anybody with in this audience. Yeah. No, no, nobody, nobody is buying this, uh, this horse manure. Nobody's buying any of it. And uh, so Donald Trump, Donald Trump's got, you know, he's the guy that made this change in our perception of our reality. So the, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm feeling good here. I'm, he, he is just trouncing people. And the, uh, you know, that, that theme song I've been playing, uh, I don't have it. I don't have it up now and it's too late to play it, but you know, take me out to the ball game. (laughs) Uh, one, two, three strikes. You're out. And Donald Trump is striking. He's the Nolan Ryan fastball pitcher of politics <laughs> they never even see the ball <laughs> they just hear it or feel the heat <laughs> and we're hey, we're out of time folks james i appreciate you coming in as always and uh right. we'll Thank see you. we'll see all you guys uh, monday monday we'll check in here again here at the trump we clubhouse Buy me some peanuts and crap. Here, if I ever get back, let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Don't stop believing. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? 
Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 